Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for March 15th, 2019. It's a Friday morning. I love closing out the week strong, heading into the weekend strong. We've been studying 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 7 through 11 for a while now. Let's go back to this very same passage again this morning. The title of today's message in this series, Press Through It. The title of today's message is The Fellowship of His Suffering. We're talking about Jesus. You want the power of Jesus' resurrection. You have to be willing to participate in the fellowship of his suffering. We're going to learn about that this morning. So 2 Corinthians chapter 4, 7 through 11 from the easy to read version reads, we have this treasure that's from God now, but we are only like the clay jars that hold the treasure. This is to show that the amazing power that we have is from God and not from us. Now we have troubles on every side, but we are not defeated. We often don't know what to do but we don't give up. We are persecuted, but God does not leave us. We are hurt sometimes, but we are not destroyed. So we constantly experience the death of Jesus in our own bodies. But this is so that the life of Jesus can be seen in our own bodies. We are alive, but for Jesus, we are always in danger of death so that the life of Jesus can be seen in our bodies that die. I'm a little bit excited this morning about this word, so let me try to contain myself. So once again, I'm still focusing on the line. So we constantly experience the death of Jesus in our own bodies, but this is so that the life of Jesus can be seen in our own bodies. That was from the easy to read version. I want to share that same line from two other versions. The New International Version reads, we always carry around in our body the death of Jesus so that the life of Jesus can be revealed in our own body. And the Passion Bible reads, we continually share in the death of Jesus in our own bodies so that the resurrection life of Jesus will be revealed through our humanity. Now, as I, I've been reading this, obviously, I've been thinking about it, meditating, meditating. I was flying yesterday thinking about this verse. And as I was meditating on this, I was reminded of something the Apostle Paul said to the believers in Philippi. This is Philippians chapter 3, verses 10 and 11. I'm going to read that to you from the easy to read version. This is what he said. He said, all I want to know is Christ and the power that raised him from death. In the King James, it says, I just want to know God and the power of the resurrection, right? And then he says, but for me to do that, I want to also share in his sufferings and be like him even in his death. Then there is hope that I myself will somehow be raised from death. In the King James, it says, I want to know God in the power of the resurrection, but for me to do that, I also have to participate in the fellowship of his sufferings, right? So so I, I mm, there's so much in there. Let's get into it for this morning. So what does this mean to you today, this Friday morning? Friday morning, close out the week strong. I have seven things to share with you. And I believe that as you open up your heart to hear what God is saying, I believe these seven things are going to bless you. So here we go. You ready? Number one, the apostle Paul and many of his contemporaries, right? They're in like first century believers, the first century church, they were persecuted for the cause of Christ. The same misaligned energy that led to Jesus's death was then carried over and focused on the believers, right? The, the new Christians of the, of the first century church or really of the early church. So these were people, early church believers that were persecuted for believing in a man who lived a sinless life, suffered, bled, died, and then rose again from the dead. They were persecuted for believing in a man that was raised from the dead, and his name was Jesus. And it's Easter Sunday is just a few weeks away. So, you know, it's good that we're talking about the resurrection. 
the resurrection is what separates you know, Christianity from every other world religion. Without the resurrection, we don't have anything. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and 14, Paul said that without the resurrection, we don't have Christianity. Without resurrection, we don't have hope. Without the resurrection, everything that we do is in vain. So experiencing, think about it. From their perspective, first century church, new believers, to them, the resurrection was everything. So experiencing the resurrection power of God was one of their major goals. And Paul explained that in order for us as believers to experience the power of the resurrection, we must be willing also to experience the fellowship of Jesus's sufferings. Number two, the resurrection power of Jesus and the fellowship of his sufferings are inextricably linked. Believers today want power, but they don't want sufferings. You can't have one without the other. If you want one, you got to be willing to experience the other as well. Number three, if you want to walk in the power that Jesus walked in, you must be prepared to experience the opposition that he experienced while he was in the earth. Now, I know this is something that we would rather not talk about, but it's true. I mean, it's Bible. I'm, I'm, this isn't something I came up with. I'm sharing with you what the Bible says. Number four, both power and prosperity come with persecution. If you're going to operate in the supernatural, right, and, and allow God to use you to do things that no human can do, to operate in ways that are beyond human limits, then people are going to talk about you. And further, if you are going to experience divine success and allow God to use you uh, to accomplish everything that he birthed you to accomplish while you're in the land of the living, you are going to face opposition. Because it's not like Satan is going to idly sit by and just watch as, as you change the world, as God uses you to change the world. No, Satan is going to do everything that he can through people to try to come up against you. So in order to be divinely impactful on this planet, you must be okay with worldly persecution on this planet. See, number five, people criticize what they do not understand. This is why they fought against Jesus. And this is also why when you truly start operating in supernatural power and or experiencing supernatural success, that people are going to talk about you and you have to be okay with it. See, their poison can't stop your purpose. First of all, you got you to establish yourself in that. That's why you can pray for them and not let it bother you because they can't stop you, right? Um, and that's why, and, and really, if they knew what they were doing, they would not come up against you. So they're being influenced the wrong way. So you pray for them. I mean, you intercede for them in earnest, but you just can't be moved by what they say. You have to know that persecution is part of the package. If you want to experience the power of Jesus, you must be willing to suffer with him. It's part of the package. And you got to be okay with that. See, when you experience, number six, the power of Jesus and the suffering of Jesus in your own body, then the text says that we've been studying, the text says that the life of Jesus will be on display in your own body. That's the goal. Um, we want to display Jesus in this world every day in every way. And in order to do it, we just have to know that success comes with suffering and prosperity comes with persecution. It's part of the package. Number seven, look at me for a minute. If no one is talking about you, then you are probably not doing anything of significance as it relates to the kingdom. 
Now, you may think that you're succeeding, like from an earthly point of view, but you, you have to look at your perceived success through God's eyes. Are you truly succeeding? Are you making kingdom impact? Are you doing things of lasting value, things that, that, that will impact, things that have value now and in the world to come? If you are doing things of lasting value, right, you are going to be persecuted. You are going to face opposition. But if you're just doing, if you're just seeking success the way the world defines success, right, if you're just going after money and houses and cars and fame, then you can have all of that and not really be a success in God's eyes. You can have all of that and, and not do anything of lasting value. You can have all now, you can have all of that as a believer and still, you know, experience divine success. But I'm telling you that prosperity comes with persecution. So what I'm saying is that you gotta look at your perceived success through God's eyes. Are you really succeeding? Are you measuring your success by this world standards? Or are you measuring success by God's standards? This is how God measured success. He doesn't measure success in the size of your bank account or in your title or in the letters behind your last name or in how many houses or cars you have. God measures success in purpose. That's it. God measures success by this. Are you doing what I birthed you to do? Are you doing what I sent you to this planet to do? Are you accomplishing what I anointed you to accomplish while you're in the land of the living? And if you do that, if you are doing that, then persecution comes with the package and you got to be okay with it and you, you got to press through it for you to experience the power of the resurrection. You also have to experience the fellowship of his sufferings and you got to be okay with it. All right, so let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. Man, I want to send you into this weekend, you know, looking up and not down, looking forward and not backward. Declare this over your life. Say, Father, I want to know you. I want to experience you in a more intimate way. So I declare by faith, that I am open to experience the power of the resurrection. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead is flowing in me. I shall experience this power every day in every way. I know that in order to experience Jesus's power, I have to be willing to experience Jesus's sufferings. I am. The world may talk about me, they may rise up against me and they may persecute me, but I am not moved by it. They did it to Jesus and I'm an heir and a joint heir with him. I am so committed to making kingdom impact in this world that I am prepared to face and to overcome any and all persecution. Nothing and no one can stop me because you are in me, Lord. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, listen, I give you a copy of all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. So why not sign up? Go to todaysword.org. There's a subscribe button. Subscribe, get the messages. They're going to be a blessing to you. Listen, go into this day knowing that it's okay to participate in the fellowship of his sufferings because that's how you get the power of the resurrection. God wants you to make kingdom impact in this world, on this planet. I want you to do it. I set my faith with you for you to do it today and this weekend. Go and have an amazing weekend. Do it by the power of God experiencing even the sufferings if you have to. And then listen, do me a favor before you leave the screen, share this message on your social media, on your timeline with your friends. Let's let everyone everywhere know about Jesus. God bless you.